Welcome to the late night session. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the tunes as you journey into the Evergrow spaces. Hello, everyone. How is how is everyone out there today? I think DJ Paul stopped the music and and he didn't quite get the vibe we were going. Well, that's only, all right. There's only four to pick from. What do you want me to do? Good tunes. I enjoy it. How are you guys doing? Happy Sunday. Hello, hello. What's up? I'm going, I'm just trying to do some stuff here, turning myself up. Let's take a look out in this audience in the meantime. So hello and happy Sunday to everyone, possibly even early Monday for some, probably not Saturday for others. Let's scroll through here. All right. Loby. Hello, Denny B, Marios, Rick, Dot B and B, Evergrow Love, Evergrow Man. There he is, everybody. The Crypto Barn. Evergrower Bust, always a pleasure, my friend. Onyx, Adam H. Hawkish. Ah, yes, our new friend, Boudreaux. Please check out their wonderful, wonderful NFT site, bandroids.io. Uh, Peter, Peter the Pitter Patterer. Good to see you, my friend. Joel M., I love seeing your comments. Um, gosh, there's a lot of people in here so far. Let's scroll to the bottom and just start checking out and reading some names that maybe we haven't seen before. Uh, Demeter, good to see you. Upwards, um, how about, I don't know how to pronounce this. I like it, Stale Calistad. That was a really bad attempt, but hello, welcome. Let's keep going here. Well, there's an account just named Evergrow. Love it, Evergrow guy, hey. Nicholas Lund, good to see you. So, Mr. Sam, Mr. Paul, Mr. Rocket, how are you doing today? All good, all good. Looking forward to this. It's been a little while. I uh, saw a couple of requests on Twitter saying, hey, you've got to do an AMA. Um, you know, we tried, to, we tried to follow your request. We know you like these AMAs, but obviously we've all just had our, our heads down working super hard, but we thought we'd give up a little time on a Sunday for everybody. Can you guys hear me? Loud, Loud and clear, my friend. Perfect. All right. Make yourself co-host, Paul, as well, yeah? Yeah, I'll try. Rocket, how are you? I'm doing great, Cody. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Paul, you haven't let us in yet. How are you today, buddy? Hey, listen, we've got to go back to We've got to go. No, no, no. Something, something's happened here. I could hear Rocket loud and clear. Beautiful, full <laughs> fidelity audio. Cody, did you finally get him a pair of AirPods? Well, <laughs> I don't want to play favorite, so no comment. I plead the fifth. Okay, how many how many we got in? You know, I'm not technical enough to understand this. Concept. Looks like about 230 folks, or 203. Sorry, 203. Okay, we'll give it. Let's give it a few more minutes to to build up. The next time we're going to leave that cheesy music on while Cody talks over the top of it, because we, you know, that's uh, that's how we do these. What things. would be great, and if Elon is listening here, if uh, he could include a little soundboard so we could, you know have a fader for the volume. We could maybe have a couple of additional sound effects there. That'd be fantastic. Elon, thank you. That would be great. Yeah, they have a thing. As soon as, you know, you can have the music and then as soon as you start, as soon as the main person starts talking, the music goes off. Ah. As far as as I understand. I didn't realize that. Okay. Ah, so if a host, if a co-host starts talking, maybe that's, because I think I said something. I don't know if it was picked up or. Yeah. You said something, you were fine. Yeah, but when a co-host start saying stuff that's when the music goes off it looks like good here. thing we that's, uh, that's worth good knowing. thing we still have these 
<laughs> oh, where do we get these from? It's the only oh, co-host no. get these things. Here. <laughs> Take the soundboard away from Sam. It, it, that's me. That's yeah. me. Actually, you. Uh, I'm not allowed. I'm just a, a lonely speaker. You know what happens if I get the sound effects here? Oh, there's the red button. I better get that ready, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> red button. Price price alert for B and B. That sounded. Hey, like. so no, that's my when I talk too much and I want to spill a secret. Cody puts that on, and he won't want me talking. Anymore. Yeah, see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we all need one of those just for general day to day stuff. Or <laughs> like, get gonna get one on WhatsApp as well. I know. Right? Okay, <laughs> so listen. I guess we can we can get started. Uh, we we've, we've got a. I'm sure more people will join as we go. Um, so first, yeah, it's been a little while. We're we are all working hard. We promise. Um, no one is lying on a beach. Everything, all the utilities that we're building are real. Some of the FUD is literally like they don't exist. I'm like, we can you imagine the amount of work we'd have had to put into like making videos to fake these things? It'd be easier to actually build the utilities than, than to create fake videos of them. But no, uh, everything is going well. Now, we know that like in a perfect world, everything would be launched by now. Um, but obviously, again, we've, we've seen this capitulation in the markets. Um, I suspect like most people in this room, I, I am a long-term believer in crypto so for me i i have almost zero emotion these days when when the price moves around even though i obviously have a lot a lot at stake personally like i know everybody else does um so i'm not i'm not concerned about short-term pricing short-term pricing isn't something that we can control at all in reality when bnb falls for people who don't know our liquidity is tied to bnb we're going to get dragged down we've also um had whales you know, we've we've basically gone our our main whale, uh, who had fifty trillion tokens, which was over ten percent of circulating supply, now has three point six trillion tokens. Um, and for me, that is probably the best thing that's happened in the last few months um, because that has taken away uh, an individual who had the ability to kill our project. Now there's no there's no wallet out there that can really do us any damage. So. Uh, it, it has been a little bit stressful because obviously we did an over-the-counter deal with him. Uh, we did brilliantly with that deal. We, we got loads of tokens for our staking contract. We made a profit on it. It didn't cost the project anything. Um, and then he decided that he wanted to, to sell anyway. And we've seen that again. Another well dumped the other day. Um, they didn't just sell their Evergrow. They sold everything. Um, so, again, if we now look at our, our holders chart, it's incredibly healthy now. Um, the the pre-sale, which as I think you guys know, I, I wasn't involved in launching the project. I got involved a sort of seven to ten days after it was launched. The pre-sale had has left us or did leave us quite vulnerable um, because you know I don't think people predicted just how far and how quick Evergrowth could go, um, and it did leave us vulnerable with with people holding these very significant size wallets. So time has fixed that problem for us. And again, we've we've been in a bear market for. 95% of our existence. We existed for, was it six to eight weeks uh, or something like that before the, the top of the market? So six to eight weeks, everyone was having a great time. Ever since then, we've been in a bear market. So the fact that we're all still here, we're still super positive, we're well-funded. Uh, I personally feel great about where we are. I don't really care about the price. Um, I know I know there are people who are down, trust me, You know, as one of the biggest holders of this project in the world. I know what it's like to 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 be down like um and i'm okay with it because i think you know the fact that we are here we are seeing 
big projects, small projects. We're seeing teams falling apart. We're seeing projects running out of money. I'm telling you, that is not happening to Evergrow, not on my watch. Uh, the team is solid. We're as together as we can possibly be. We are very well funded. Uh, just talking about funding, obviously, BNB um, does affect uh, a proportion of our marketing. But fortunately, we have uh, two-thirds of our marketing um, budget in uh, fiat, effectively, in BUSD, which, you know, regardless of what happened with Binance, maybe BUSD in the long term uh, will need to find solutions for, which we, which we can discuss at some point um, in a future AMA. Um, but BUSD is still fully backed and audited. Uh, so we have no fears over BUSD and two-thirds of our marketing budget is in BUSD. We have 2,000 BNB in our, in our marketing wallet. Like the BNB that's been generated by the, the the marketing tax has basically never been touched um and it's up to 2000 bnb like for over a year so the price fluctuation of bnb doesn't really matter to us because we have at least a year worth of busd where we can do everything we need to do um so we can allow that to fluctuate i'm i'm a long-term bull binance aren't going anywhere bnb isn't going anywhere because it backs thousands of projects big and small so it's always going to have demand on it so uh in terms of financing we're we're in a very good position obviously the fall in bnb has also affected our price it's been a bit of a perfect storm of price we've had a couple of whales um effectively leave the project and bnb has fallen um we're still pretty much flat actually over the last few months whereas bnb is very very down so the fact that we're actually flat when we've had you know two significant whales offload on us um and BNB has fallen is is kind of kind of positive to be honest because it shows that there's still a lot of support in the project and we know for a fact that many people are just waiting to to see these utilities and we understand that at this stage um, you know we we have we made an active decision a long time ago that we're not going to hype anything anymore we're not going to market anything effectively until we have products to market and then we just got our heads down to build um, speaking of building let's talk about our our utilities so. I'm personally so, so impressed by, by Luna Sky. Um, I've got really high standards. Oh, let me just turn my sound off there. I've got really high standards. Um, so I was just muting my phone. So we've done that before. And what I've seen Luna Sky turn into, especially in the last, uh, the last time I tested it, like a few days ago when I shared the video, is, is fantastic. I'm so confident now. Um, I'm not going to cover details because... Rocket and Cody lead that project. Um, the credit is due to them. But from a, a user point of view, I, I love I love Luna Sky. I think it looks beautiful. I think it it's it's fresh, simple to use. Um, it's it's different to all the other marketplaces out there, which will kind of follow the same structure in terms of how they're laid out. The the partnerships for launch are very very exciting. Um, if you didn't listen to Steve's space, Evergrow Steve, you should be following him. You've got to go and listen to that space. I, I always catch up with the space. Um, First thing on a Sunday because it's late at night for me, uh, but but hearing from Bandroids uh, was amazing, amazing. I'm so excited that that is a serious project. Um, you need to go follow them if you're part of the Evergrow family. You know we support every partner, and we you know we expect you guys to support them as well. This is about helping your own investment as much as anything else. But listening to Bandroids has got me so excited about Luna Sky and what we can do. Um, so you you guys got to go and check them out. This is a serious. You know, this is a serious team who have had their heads down building rather than hyping, and now I think they're they're ready to explode. And I'm very, very proud and honoured that they've they've chosen to to partner with Luna Sky, um, and they're also going to be doing something to support Lucro as well, which is which is always optional for creators. So we really appreciate that. All Lucro holders will 
will benefit from that as well. So this you've got to go listen to to Evergrove Steve's space if you want to find out more about that. It was a really great um, elevator pitch, uh, really exciting. So very excited to hear more about Lunar Sky from Rocket and Cody. Uh, staking, pretty much ready. Uh, it's been quite a long build, but this is a one-of-a-kind uh, staking contract. Um, now, we've always been the world's number one BUSD rewards token, but we know we need to evolve. Uh, we know we need to add more layers to that. I, I believe we've actually distributed more BUSD than any projects combined, all the other BUSD projects combined. I'm not sure maybe someone will correct me on that. Um, but what we want to become via our staking program is the number one rewards token, period. We we do not believe that anybody will be able to compete with us on rewards once that innovation um, goes live. Uh, so we have our launch order. So we obviously want to see Lunar Sky go live first. Then staking will be pretty timed very closely around the, the launch of, of Atlas Wallet. Um, maybe the same day, maybe a couple of days before. So staking is pretty much ready. We're going to get that contract multiple audits Um so we're going to get at least three audits. Uh, it needs to be as secure as possible. But we've even in the design process, we've ensured it's very, very secure. Um, we're not going to give away too much about the staking, but you're you're going to be able to get um, revenue from the ecosystem. You're going to be able to get Evergrow tokens, and you're going to be able to get other rewards that that you aren't expecting um, just by popping your Evergrow. Uh, on that staking platform that'll be super easy to use so again not to go into it but you can just sit there as an evergrow holder and earn rewards from multiple different tokens um, and we have remember we have a huge treasury of, of rewards available uh, we're going to have other sources of rewards so the idea as evergrow holders is you just sit back and your wallet's going to start filling up with all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so that's that's all I'm going to say about staking right now. But this is this is what I believe needs to happen uh, to bring Evergrow into you know the cutting edge of crypto. Um, you know, 2021 is is a long time behind us now. Uh, things are evolving, things are changing, uh, and we believe that we will lead you know the next revolution of of rewards, um, and that's very much going to be via the staking contract. Uh, obviously. What's most important is that everybody feels very comfortable about staking. It's very easy. We don't want anybody to be like concerned about security, scratching their heads. As we're going to use three different audit companies to audit the staking, so it's one hundred percent safe, um, and it's going to be the easiest thing you can possibly imagine using. Because it's not like going on a platform where they have hundreds of tokens. It's going to you're going to go on, you're going to select what percentage or how many tokens you want to stake, and you're going to press the button, and you will be staked, and then you will start to see all sorts of fun stuff pop up in your rewards dashboard. Really simple, really intuitive. Um, Lucro Games is obviously a little bonus that, that we're building. Um, it's probably taken a little bit of a back, a back route, but it's just a little simple uh, volume game thing. So that we don't know when that's going to launch, but um, you know it's, it's, all, it's all planned out, but we just haven't been pushing it forward because it's actually being done by one of the, one of the dev teams. You know, we have two... Uh, two global dev teams working for us at the moment and we just didn't want to take too much resources away from them um, because obviously we have Atlas and, and Lunar Sky being finished off so we just sort of put a slight hold on it but everything else is moving forwards um, so Lucra Games may may take a little bit longer than expected just to ensure that we don't delay anything else anymore uh, the Objective Reality Partnership anybody who uh, caught up uh, again 
you've got to be following Evergrove Steve, one of the, the, the greatest guys in our whole community doing these amazing AMAs. And even though I don't join them, I always listen to them on a Sunday morning. I, I very much look forward to it and, and the rest of the team support it, which I'm really grateful for. Um, but at my age, I need my beauty sleep. Um, so yeah, so we had an amazing update from objective reality. Those guys are, are working on some serious stuff, like some huge names, you know, I, I, I can't remember what we are and I'm not allowed to say, so I'm not going to say anything, but some of the potential partnerships, which, which they said to me were very, very near signature are kind of mind blowing names. And, um, if you recall once, once lunar sky is launched, um, and you know, running smoothly, that's when we can begin the integration. Um, and I do believe Luna Sky will be the first sort of true metaverse um, NFT platform, which is pretty exciting in itself. And there's so much more we can do with that once the basics are, are up. Um, again, I know Bandroids have some amazing ideas for, for what they can do from a music point of view in, in the metaverse. And that's certainly something that we can hook those guys up with objective reality and create something pretty exciting for everybody. Um, so obviously moving on to the the project that I'm most sort of directly involved in and that's Atlas Wallet. We just Paul and I just got off a meeting today. So our devs and ourselves are uh, working on a Sunday which is pretty normal. Um Atlas is is going to be so great. Um the the Chrome extension uh we've we've just had a demo of because we we had a Chrome extension working um and it was kind of similar to like MetaMask and um Trust Wallet and we were like, listen, we don't want to be similar to them. We want to be way, way better than them. So our devs went back to the drawing board. Um, they're giving us that build today to test. Um, and basically, the Chrome extension is going to be fully functioning. You're going to be able to do absolutely everything. If you actually use a Chrome extension on, on Trust Wallet or MetaMask, you'll see it's quite limited. It's not going to be limited. It's going to be exactly the same as the uh, Android and the, and the iOS build. So you're going to be able to do everything you want to be able to do on the Chrome extension. You'll be able to buy um, with Fiat. You're going to be able to swap. You're going to be able to cross-chain swap. You're going to be able to off-ramp for US users. As we said, the final integration that we are working on at the moment, and we expect that to be in the beta within a couple of weeks. We're going to wait. Should We've got another meeting with the devs tomorrow. Is um, a real banking solution effectively for US residents because this has been one of the the challenges with the SEC, uh, they've just they've just scared everybody in the industry. Um, now, Paul was a bit reluctant to tweet this out, but Paul did a test. Um, and we don't know if, if it's the same in every state or every town or whichever bank you go, but Paul did a test uh, with, with this partner. And he withdrew a good old chunk, a few thousand dollars. Um, and it was within his bank in 30 seconds. It was in his bank account, his U.S. bank account in U.S. dollars. It's well, let crazy. Me, uh... Let me, yeah, let, me expand, yeah, let me expand on this just a little bit. So Sam is correct. Uh, so I've been using it uh, for the past couple months, actually. And it started where uh, it took a day and then it kept getting faster. And now uh, the other day I did, uh, I think, like 3000 It got into my bank account for use before I got the notification email. So I was thinking maybe my bank account was getting used to um, what I was using. And so I went and got a family member and signed them up, took two minutes, uh, imported their bank account and connected my wallet and did a offering with, with, with withdrawal. And 
same thing, 20, 30 seconds, the um, money, and it was over $1,000. It got into their account, in, into their account before I got the notification email that the transfer had been made. That's I mean, for us, this is, look, we, we talked about our, our utility solving problems and, you know, this is low cost as well. Uh, if you think about all these solutions that are costing people four, five, six percent, um, it's it, this is crazy. Like this, this is working this quickly um, and at a low cost. And you know, we we've, although you know we we have different solutions for for Europe and, and other countries. For us to solve this problem for the USA is insanely uh, positive because. USA is a huge market. It's by far our biggest market. Um, and we, I have to emphasize, we will be their first integration. Um, now, I wouldn't be surprised if other wallets come along afterwards, which is why we don't, which is why we keep a lot of stuff close. But again, we got first mover advantage here. People are going to be frustrated with their existing solutions, Trust Wallet, MetaMask, etc. And something I don't even know if we've talked about this, but U.S. residents will be able to pay their bills in crypto direct from Atlas Wallet, set them up on direct debit. Is that an accurate description, Paul? Yeah, so it's basically, so let's say you got your water bill. Um, you basically got to put in the information for the water bill, um, your phone bill, whatever it is, and then it'll pop up actually on there. It'll recognize what it is. And then you can actually pay that bill directly uh, with crypto. You don't have to cash it out to you know currency first and then pay it. Literally, all that's done in the bank. All that's done in the background. So you can just off ramp your crypto, pay the bill. It'll tell you how much it is right there, uh, which is very cheap, and just pay that bill. Um, yeah. Now, I, so, expect, I mean, they- I suspect it's not exactly perfect. Maybe if you live in a weird part of the country and you're using a utility that's no one's ever heard of or something like a company that's no one ever heard of, maybe that doesn't pop up, but it's, it's pretty accurate. I've been using it and everything I've entered in comes up. So it's, yeah. It's so, I mean, this is, this is what we're talking about. Like this is, this is actually, this links to marketing as well. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about marketing now. So as you can see, look, we're pretty excited by Atlas. Um, marketing people think marketing is just advertising okay that's a misconception marketing actually starts at inception um at the very beginning of a roadmap or a product you know this is where marketing starts and to be honest in crypto i believe this is how where everybody not everybody this is where a lot of projects doom themselves to failure on the very first day they conceptualize their their offering and it doesn't matter how hard they work from then on or how good their products are um so you obviously have to identify a need. Um, so with Atlas Wallet, we've identified numerous problems of crypto, the high fees, uh, poor support. This is this goes across with, with Luna Sky as well, the same approach, trying to solve all these problems, difficulty in transacting uh, with wallets, difficulty or, or crypto in general, difficulty of on-ramping and off-ramping. Um, so, you know, the first step in marketing is, is, is choosing your product. Um, so, you know, for us, we, you know, most projects assume that their target customer base are their holders. So they'll they'll call it Evergrow Wallet, um, and their holders will use it. And it doesn't really need to be innovative. It doesn't need to solve problems. It can just be a white label product uh, that they're they're because they know that their users are going to download it. But what happens then is that they die due to a lack of growth. Because if you can't, if you can only market something to your your holders 
you create this vicious cycle because you can't create any value for your holders outside them. Um, and you know, this is where you've killed your project on the very first day that you name your, your utility after your project, for example. Um, so, you know, Evergrow, we, we identify the entire crypto market and beyond as our customer base for every utility we get involved in. This is marketing guys. Um, this gives us unlimited potential growth. Um, and but then if you're not solving a new problem, you can't infiltrate a new audience. So, you know, we know that the Evergrow fan will download our products and use them. Um, but even they'll get a bit frustrated if they're not solving problems. But we definitely won't get anyone outside of Evergrow to use our product if we're not solving a problem beyond Trust Wallet, for example. Um, this is, again, no excuses, but this is why things are taking longer with Evergrow. Um, we, we are doing everything from scratch if if you wanted a wallet that was just like trust wallet we could have launched that in three months um and you know called it evergrow wallet and it would be a failure by now we'd have nowhere to go um because it doesn't solve any problems no one's gonna be interested in it people would rather just use trust wallet because it, it doesn't improve above that um so so this is again this is our why uh, the inception of the idea is where marketing starts okay um so you know, and then marketing. Look, let's let's talk about marketing in the more traditional sense. People understand it's advertising. I think the last few months has been the final nail in the coffin of, of traditional crypto marketing. Everything that that worked in 2021 and the first half of 2022 has lost all credibility. What we saw in the meme rally was every single influ influencer uh, shilling. Not just one token, but 20 tokens a day because every token paid them $500 for a tweet or $1,000 for a tweet. So they've completely that, – that's dead now. If you think that you can just go and pay an influencer and, you're gonna, and your price is going to go up, just, just look what's happening in crypto right now. There are huge influencers backing projects in our space and their market cap has not moved. Their market cap is down 90% like everybody else's or, or more. Um, so – poo coin ads you know all this all this stuff and again evergrow have tried it look i i've run successful companies for 20 years and i've personally in my own pocket spent probably around a million on on marketing just from my own pocket and a lot of that has been testing stuff you if you don't test something and see it fails for yourself or, or succeeds you're never going to know the answer so you know yes we've done these things but but we've not bankrupt the project to do them. Um, we've done them on a very limited basis to see if if they have any impact. Um, and and for me, that stuff doesn't work. And in my businesses before Evergrow, you know, I think the most I spent to test a marketing campaign was two hundred thousand euros. Um, and after six months, we had no, no results from it. And then we started getting results through. So you know, it can take time. It depends. Like marketing is something that you you do have to make mistakes in. Um, but what I have seen over the last year is that we need to rethink how to market in this space now. I, I believe that, you know, seeing all these ICOs every day, seeing all these influencers every single day flip to a new project, they, they, they've lost all their credibility um, and they've lost all their value. Uh, the same with adverts, banners. It's all white noise now. You go on PooCoin, you know it's white noise. You're not going to click those banners anymore. You might have done in 2021, but it's all dead. It's all white noise. So um, for us, you know, we the reason we don't talk about our specific marketing plans is because everything we've ever done in crypto has been copied every time. And it's happened to me outside of crypto with my previous companies. And I'm not saying it's the boast. I'm saying it because it may give people some confidence to know that I've ran campaigns uh, for a previous company that won Europe's number one financial services marketing award. And we 
we were up against billion pound companies, billion euro companies in 27 countries. And two years in a row, we won the marketing awards by by innovating, by being aggressive in the right way, by by doing things that weren't just the cliche. Um, and, and the judges recognized that even though we were a very small company, what we achieved through our budget um, and through our our efficient marketing was actually far more than those companies who were spending millions on marketing achieve. And we're going to do the same with Evergrow. We're going to take the same approach. Um, crypto is about community. If you understand that crypto is about community, then you understand that rather than trying to capture a single customer through inefficient marketing, like a, a banner or an influencer, what you should try to do is capture entire communities. Okay, That's, that's about as much as I'm going to say but our approach to marketing for Lunar Sky and for Atlas is about capturing entire communities in one go. And if you capture a community, uh, say for a wallet, you may have 10,000 new users by the end of that week. How, how could you advertise to get 10,000 people on PooCoin ads or, or Twitter ads when half the people are bots and you have to capture one person at a time? So we're going to do what we've always known to do. We're going to embrace communities. We're going to offer service beyond anybody. You know, regardless of, of the issues that Evergrow have had, I believe we have had the best customer service of any crypto in history. We have dedicated, uh, you know, so much resource and time and energy and effort to ensuring that that we look after everyone, whether they've got $10 worth of Evergrow or a million dollars. If they've got a question or they need help with something, you know, like our, our managers will sit down and chat to them. You know, Cody Rocket, Paul will literally sit and help one individual with a pro pro problem in their wallet. And then we have a whole team below that of fantastic people who do the same. Um, and we manage that, you know, when the market was at its busiest and when it isn't. And we're going to take that same ethos uh, into, you know, Lunar Sky, embracing projects, looking after them, nurturing them, um, helping them through their journey. You know, this isn't about, you know, we've, we've been critical of OpenSea over the last few days is because they just exploit everybody who has anything to do with them. You know, they exploit their users by all these crappy celebrity NFTs. You know, every every C, B class celebrity launched an NFT project. Everyone knows there's no value in those projects. Like some, you know, why why would you want, um, I don't know, uh, an Anthony Hopkins NFT? Why? No offense, Anthony Hopkins is a great guy, but why would, why would you want an 80-year-old uh, to, to, why would you want to buy an NFT off an 80-year-old? All that was was to generate fees for OpenSea. That was the only reason. There was no value. There was no project behind it. We're not going to tolerate that nonsense. We're going to, you know, you know, we're going to we're gonna look for great projects who have business plans who who very much intend to return value uh, to their communities, and we're going to embrace those projects. In, and when we embrace those projects and treat those projects right, we get the communities. You know, we get an entire community. So we don't have to advertise on a billboard to get one person driving past to sign up to Lunar Sky. And that's going to be the same with Atlas as well. So that's that's marketing. So I've talked quite a bit, but you haven't heard from me for a little while. Um, so that's a kind of update on on where we are with everything. Um, in terms of timelines, uh, Cody and Rocket could talk about Lunar Sky. Atlas is, um, as I said, we're adding one more chain, which again is a big move on a community. We have an insider uh, track to a huge crypto community that's very neglected um, and we're in the process of adding them uh, I believe will be the first wallet uh, to fully integrate that chain uh, which I think will be a big deal again very similar approach is about um, about embracing 
entire communities in one go rather than having to win users over individually. So please understand when you ask us about marketing, you're not going to see the stuff that, that we might have done a year ago. It's just not going to be the case anymore. There is far more value and efficiency to us using our resources to uh, to doing it in a far more efficient way. So, um, yeah, so Atlas, as you can probably tell, it's not it's not ready. Um, it's, it's not like a couple of weeks away but it's it's i know we're, we're aggressively aiming for for this this quarter um and luna sky i think probably best for me just to to pass over now to to cody and rocket and they can tell us all about luna sky yeah sounds good thank you so much sam great information thank you so much for sharing um hello everyone yes luna sky time so wow what a journey huh rocket yeah tell me about it it's been wild absolutely oh my goodness yeah, and it's kind of like a flash in the pan too. It's been a very long time, but at the same time, it, 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 you know, on both sides of that table, it feels like a flash in the pan to a degree. Um, before we get into any updates, I, I want to start out just by saying what we've all kind of been seeing on Twitter the past day or two. Luna Sky is absolutely built by creators for creators, 100%. We will always put the creators and the community first. That is Luna Sky's primary objective. That being said, we're happy to give you all an update about where things are. Um, you know, managing the build of Luna Sky has been very hands-on for us. Uh, Rocket and I meet with the developers every day. We have for several months. Um, we personally oversee the development of the platform. Uh, we're proud to announce that we are at the final stages. Wouldn't you say so, Rocket? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just about there. Oh, my so goodness. Close. We are literally right there. <laughs> give us yep. some details we want oh, details yeah. yeah details let's talk about uh, first things first that being said let's maybe go into a few numbers right so um about a month ago we had an internal bug bash you know that lasted for several days the data collected from that user acceptance testing was really invaluable you know it really helped to get this build to where it is now uh which is right at the finish line so very happy to be able to say that out loud um Big thank you from all of us to all the people involved that have tested it and been there when we've asked them to do things and helped us along the way. So thank you so much to everyone that has tested it. Uh, there have been over, let's see, 300 items completed in the life cycle of the build. Um, what's really interesting, though, is that really doesn't scratch the surface of how many actual items make up this type of, flat, of platform, does it, Rocket? Yeah, it's... Man, it's so much more complex than anyone would have thought, right? Just, uh, it seems straightforward, right? Just buying an NFT, but good grief. So much goes into it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's an understatement. Of course, there are like a ton of structural elements, uh, that go into building the platform and, um, gosh, the list is pretty infinite, you know, in regard to like the, a lot of the front end UI and just functionality stuff, those are predominantly the items that, you know, we're referring to here. So it's awesome to look back at that now and say, okay, cool. There are 300 plus items in the done category. Um, I think the best part of all of this, and, and tell me what you think about this rocket is really the past two weeks of the build. Yeah. It, it feels like um, it accelerated pretty dramatically starting about two weeks ago so once you once you knock out a lot of those larger items it, it's really just rapid fire through these small little tweaks and uh yeah the progress has just been lightning fast over yeah just about the last two weeks it's been amazing 
Yeah, it really has. I think it's been my favorite part is the last two weeks because we're really seeing those larger components mm. finally come to resolution, you know, or completion. Uh, and like Rocket was it's saying, very it's, satisfying. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, um, you know, we're finalizing the the last things now. There are less than ten items left to address. There it is, right? So the remaining ten are uh, mostly structural elements, like finalizing uh, the help center page and just linking its FAQs and user guides to our um, you know support messaging portal or Lisa, as many of you know it. Uh, <laughs> uh, implementing UI for the manual migration so users can migrate uh, their collections from the beta if they choose. And we'll get into that. Um, well, actually, Rocket, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about the support messaging, who Lisa is, how it works, uh, maybe elaborate about the migration process too? Yeah, sure. So Lisa is the going to be the Lunasky, you know, virtual support assistant. Uh, Cody's been just really, uh, doing a phenomenal job getting all of the, uh, FAQs and help center items together. It's really tough to do that until everything is completed, right? So we couldn't really have done that a month ago because we didn't know exactly where every single button was going to be, what every single menu item is going to be. And we're finally at that point where everything's relatively concluded structurally there. So we can start to put together a, uh, a really workable and usable FAQ and user guide, and you'll be able to just, you know, have a conversation with Lisa, ask her what you want, and uh, she'll direct you to the appropriate page on the guide. Um, if the guide is insufficient, you know, Lisa, of course, will be able to route you to one of the uh, on-hand staff. It's either, you know, myself, Cody, or any of the folks working customer service. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any marketplace that I've seen that really is going to be taking that much care into making sure that the process is real as seamless as possible for folks just to make it easy. Hey rocket. Why did you name it Lisa? Uh, that was the code name, uh, when I was testing it. So funny story, initially I was building this as a purely, uh, AI conversation bot, but the challenge with the current state of AI is that it's too easy to, uh, kind of, uh, jailbreak and exploit these AI language models. And so I had to kind of pivot a bit until the tech gets there, but I was having folks test the, uh, the Lisa bot as a fully functioning AI. Um, and Lisa just kind of stuck. <laughs> and the, the image for Lisa is actually something I made a long time ago. And, uh, yeah, for some reason I just felt it fit. Yeah, that's great. Love it. You know, I think it's awesome. Um, and, and I just love the aspect of, of how that's evolved too. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like when Rocket first put together the Lisa bot, you know, um, there was a specific um, um, there was a specific path you were working on. You know, getting this built mm -hmm. to. You wanted it to, like you said, be AI. But then it turned into okay. Well, we'll we'll train it with bot logic. And now it's even evolved from that point, right? Because it'll direct people directly to the help exactly. itself or yeah, or get them a live representative mm -hmm. like me or you or or, or anyone that's gonna be helping um, you know, on the staff. So what about migration? You wanna talk a little bit about migration? How let me just let me just hop in, Katie, yeah, before we go ahead. Uh, just to say like just so people can kind of get a little grasp of what you guys are talking about. Yeah. I know there's there's some frustration that Luna Sky is taken obviously longer than anybody would hoped for, but I hope the community understand the levels that we're trying to push this. This is being launched with features that, you know, these multi-billion dollar platforms do not have, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with AI customer support and all of these things. And again, this is where 
where we want to excel. We don't want people to be scratching their heads about anything on the platform. We want to feel they've got support. So, you know, this 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 side project uh, as such that's Lisa is a huge project in itself. Um, and yeah, I just I just think it's worth pointing that out that this isn't an afterthought. This is a this is a huge like element to the platform that's going to make it so much easier for everybody. Yeah, to absolutely. Use. And I, you know, when did um when did I first approach you with Lisa? I mean, this has been, man, that was months ago. Yeah, oh, I've been yeah, working on that for was... quite a while. It'll continue to evolve, right? I just need to, uh, you just have to see where the AI tech goes. But uh, yeah, I think it should be a lot of fun. Well, we, we have got that outstanding CEO position available if Lisa gets far enough in, in her I, I think she'd be, she'd be open to the job, quite frankly. Yeah, she, she, she's going to be <laughs> a healthy she'll candidate. Be open, right she'll there, be open yeah. taking the position. Um, um, one one yeah. One point hey, I want, Kurt, to, want to make really oh, quick. Before anybody, before anybody panics, I'm not going anywhere. I'm the chairman of everywhere. We, we still have never had a CEO. But everyone thinks, oh, Sam's leaving. Lisa's taking over. I'm sorry, Sam. Lisa's coming for you. That's fine. She'll take over the world probably at this rate. Oh hey, goodness. Cody, let me know. Cody, let me know when you're done because I got some questions for you. Sure. Um, yeah, I want to just circle back really quick on something Rocket mentioned. He said that it will evolve over time, and, and that's going to be the same for the educational mm-hmm. uh, content on the platform. That's the whole purpose, right? So the launch is going to have everyone taken care of in the sense of any traditional FAQ they could ask, what is this? What does that mean? What is a bid? What's an offer? What is a mint? What is minting? Or how to mint? How to do this? All of the things they will need to dive right in and start using this platform are, are already available. Um, Lisa will be trained to assist with that too. And that's the beauty about it because that will evolve as well over time. There will be additional contents added. Mm-hmm. A lot of that may come from customer feedback when er- everyone out there starts using the platform. Absolutely. So those things will evolve as well. Uh, Rocket, do you want to touch on the migration real quick and just talk about how users will have the option to uh, pick and choose what they may want to migrate over? Sure. So – I guess to uh, to start it at the the first step of migration. So, as a creator, so if you are a creator on the uh, on the beta, um, the way it's going to work, and this this part of the process is still being built and flushed out, and uh, you know I'll be the bearer of bad news here that given all the current events with OpenSea and the urgency to start filling that niche as soon as possible, it is possible that the migration elements may not be available at launch day. It's one of the first priorities, but we'll have to see. Um, but, and just let's just emphasize, Rocket, that for anyone who may not, not have a clue what we're talking about, migration is for the artists who had their collections on on the beta yep. version to move them yeah. over. So it's not that it's not, there's no there's no limitations in terms of the of the launch, oh, no. uh, yeah. people creating new collections, people using buying selling. This is just for people to draw over yeah. the whole this data. This is purely for folks like part. myself who use the beta and have collections there. Because the just to, I guess you know, start at the ground level with it. So the way that the beta worked, if you created a collection, the collection you know, quote unquote, existed within the website of Luna Sky, but as far as the blockchain was concerned. Luna Sky was the only collection and all the NFTs you were creating were within that Luna Sky collection contract with the, uh, the final launch of Luna Sky coming soon. You're going to be able to take those collections you created and all the NFTs you created in the beta and deploy your own collection contract that you own, 
right? You'll have a royalties contract that you own and a minting contract that you own for anything further that you want to add to that collection. You'll be able to deploy those, then generate the new NFTs on the ERC721 uh, uh, standard for your old collection. So you'll own that entire collection now. The new NFTs will then be airdropped to any holders of those NFTs currently. So if you own NFTs from the beta, as soon as the creator does completes the migration process, you will be airdropped the new ERC721 tokens. Um, and so this process is going to happen creator by creator and then collection by collection. So you can paste this, you know, as a creator, you know, however you want to, right? You can choose which collections you want to migrate first uh, and so forth. But uh, yeah, just want to give you a little bit of insight into that process there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And just to touch on that really quick, uh, the UI aspect of this, mm-hmm. everyone will be very simple. You'll have a drop in the profile dropdown tab. It'll say migrate yep. and that's where you will select and choose which collections you want to migrate. Maybe you don't want to migrate all your collections over from the beta. Maybe you only want to migrate a few. So you'll have that ability. And I think that's really, really cool. And, and, and just one thing to echo chamber that rocket said, I think is very, very important for anyone that is only familiar with using the beta. Right. Um, you're going to actually fully own that now. You're going to own all the contracts so in that important. collection. What he was, yeah, and what he was saying is previously on an ERC 1155 platform, you didn't really own your own collection. The platform contract owned it. Now you will, and that's a beautiful thing. So, um, really glad to hear about that. You know, beyond those mm-hmm. things, you know, we're focused on the optimization process and load testing of the platform. So this is one of the final elements too. Uh, it's extremely important, you know, simply put, we just means we want to ensure the platform doesn't crash, right? There's going to be a lot of heavy traffic. So we're really taking extra steps and measures to address these things. I want to thank some of our, uh, uh, our helpers too there who have uh, been willing to kind of look at this from, uh, an outside perspective. So we have the dev team that works on this. We have some outside sources looking at optimization too. We just want to ensure that when it is launched, um, that, you know, uh, the influx of traffic doesn't cause any problems for the users. Um, real quick, just touching on a few last points here, and then we can, uh, I think Paul said there were some questions coming. We can definitely address them. Uh, a couple of just the build components. I want to reiterate some of this. Most of you have, have been around know these things already, but for anyone new, I thought it'd be good to mention um, the platform will contain all the standard features you'd expect. So uh, our platform fee is 2%, okay? So that's, uh, that's about as low as it, I think, uh, I don't know if anyone's lower out there. There could be somebody, but not that I know of. Rocket, correct me if I'm wrong there. Well, I, I 2% mean, yeah, platform. compared to, I mean, it doesn't even make sense to compare to <laughs> OpenSea anymore because they, they're just irrelevant. They've become irrelevant. So, yeah. yeah. It's um, lower than OpenSea. Let's just say that. It's lower than OpenSea. It's 2% platform fee. Uh, we'll be launching with the option for five chains to start Ethereum, BSC, Polygon, Avalanche, and Kronos. Uh, more, more will come after launch. Um, you know, we can feature project collections on the homepage that we choose. So, you know, we'll be happy to feature uh, NFT projects and collections right there. Matter of fact, when you go to the homepage, that is the default um, section mm-hmm. that loads on the beautiful carousel is feature collections. So right off the bat, you get to see feature collections. Um, you know, platform analytics will be available for creators, their collections and NFTs, you know, things like likes, follows, views. 
Um, a lot of that will tie in uh, to the logic of uh, the carousel. Like, for example, top creators, like how is that calculated? That's the logic I'm referring to there. Um, you know, there'll be multiple ways to sell, just like any traditional platform. You'll be able to list an item for sale. Uh, we will start out with English-style auctions as well, so you'll be able to do that. Uh, the ability to make uh, and accept offers on NFTs, whether those are on sale or not. A um, couple other cool features too. I mean, delayed reveal. Uh, I'll let Rocket elaborate about that and batch upload. Rocket, you want to elaborate about those two yeah, things? Yeah, sure. So if you create a collection that's minting, um, you know, obviously traditionally ERC-721, it's a blind mint. So you have, let's say, 100 NFTs as part of this collection. Folks can uh, mint them. They don't know which one they're getting. And this is also really important to help folks sell out entire collections because people are more likely to buy more than one if they know their specific ones they're looking for just increases their odds. But um, once they uh, create a collection, upload their NFTs, they get to choose how that metadata or, you know, the actual descriptions, the images are revealed. So you can have those be revealed either immediately upon mint. So when someone, a user comes on the website and, uh, mints one of your NFTs at that moment, he will then know what he or what he won. Essentially, uh, you can delay the reveal. So if you're trying to have more of a, uh, a promoted event around that reveal itself. So if you want to have a reveal party or wait until a certain number are minted before anyone can know what they have, that's going to be an option as well. Um, so that kind of covers the delayed reveal side of it. What was the other bit, Cody? Yeah, batch, batch upload, upload yes. or commonly referred to as bulk yeah, upload. Buckle, I, my favorite feature. I mean, especially for anyone that's been using the beta over the last year or so. It, if you had a lot of NFTs to upload, doing them one at a time and paying the gas for each one was, you know, just painful. Uh, now you'll be able to upload, you know, a thousand, two thousand NFTs, five thousand NFTs in a batch and paying only one gas fee to do that uh that upload it's it's awesome yeah it certainly is very exciting i know a lot of folks are excited to finally be able to upload large quantities mm -hmm. of their collections you know at one time and it's easy it's relatively um, easy i mean we have two different ways to go yeah. about it and uh, i've kind of I've, I've spoken in detail about a couple of those but it's pretty straightforward and of course uh between lisa the help guide and all of us here we're always here to help out if you have questions Absolutely. There's some really informative information on that on the website mm -hmm. in that exact section about the two different options. It explains it to you. It walks you through it. That stuff is also tied in, of course, like Rocket said, through Lisa and uh, the Help Center. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be there for you to help with that. Um, I think it's extremely important, especially in this time right now with everything going on out there in the NFT marketplace world to say that we absolutely support creator royalties that will never, ever change. You will be able to enforce creator royalties 100%. Rocky, do you want to touch on that for oh, a man. second? Uh, I'll I might take up too much of the call. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, the short version of for anyone that's not been paying attention to the current events. So, uh, OpenSea used to be the, you know, the Goliath, right? They were the largest NFT marketplace. They got all the volume. No one really used anything else unless it was like a niche, uh, chain specific marketplace. Um, then blur came out with their marketplace, which was geared specifically towards high frequency trading. Um, their whole business model 
pretty much tanked NFTs because it encouraged uh, a lot of farming of buying and selling just to earn their token. Um, it, it caused an issue because then they made it completely optional. And of course, optional means no one's going to do it in terms of paying out royalties to creators. Um, so these high frequency traders were not paying any royalties. They weren't paying any fees and they were just trading NFTs back and forth, just wash trading to uh, churn volume. Uh, OpenSea then uh, started a program where if you wanted to get royalties on your collection on OpenSea, you would first have to uh, integrate their code into your contract so that it would block marketplaces like Blur and what have you from being able to trade those NFTs and not pay royalties, which really OpenSea never cared about the royalties. They just wanted to make sure you were using OpenSea and not any of them. And so it was pretty anti-competitive. It was, it was a terrible, terrible idea. Uh, and then just recently they decided that they're scrapping that program and they're going to make royalties optional also, which means there will be no royalties. Um, and any project that went through that painful migration, I mean, there's reports of ones that have paid, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to be compliant with, uh, uh open seas filters for that, to earn royalties there and now just wasted their money. And they're in the same spot they would have been if they hadn't. And they have to migrate their collections over now to expand to those other marketplaces that they blocked because they integrated OpenSea's code. It's it's terrible. So yeah, so on <laughs> uh, in short, on Luna Sky, uh, collections will be created with uh, royalty contracts attached, and any trading that happens on Luna Sky will honor those royalty contracts and royalty contracts made elsewhere. So as long as the royalty contract is done to the standard, which it would have been, you will be able to trade on Luna Sky and have uh, royalties properly paid out. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And, and I love that. And we believe that that is so important. You know, I mean, uh, creators deserve the right to be paid. You know, so if you want to set a royalty on an NFT that's being sold, you deserve to receive those funds on the secondary market sales every time. You know what I love too about this, real quick, and, and um, I don't want to take up too much longer here, but I love that you can set a one-time royalty on the mint if you want, and or you can set uh, uh, an ongoing royalty on the secondary market sale uh, or both. And I love that. You can even go back <laughs> and change these two things and create a new mint contract or royalty contract and upload additional NFTs to the same collection. So simply put there, you could upload 10 F NFTs to a collection. You could create the mint and royalty contracts um, for those first 10 uploads. And then you say, well, you know, I'd like to add 10 more NFTs to this uh, collection. However, I think I want to change maybe one of the royalty addresses, or maybe I want to add an address to a one-time royalty for the mint. You know, um, you can absolutely go in and do that, which is fantastic, and I and I just love that. You know, so uh, now uh, one other thing we'll go into here uh, just quickly: a couple of unique features. Right, we've spoke a little bit about them. Uh, those are all the standard features that you you should expect to have on the marketplace. So some of our unique features, of course, uh, one of which we've spoken about, obviously live customer support messaging, the integration of Lisa and being able to reach a live representative 24-7. Um, 
we're so excited about that. It's so important to us because again, the, you know, the mission statement of Luna Sky is, you know, to take care of the creators in the community first and foremost. So uh, of course, Lucro integration, everyone that, that's been around is familiar with that and excited. I mean, obviously be able to buy mint and sell using Lucro. Um, that ties into something really interesting because Lucro is our ecosystem token. I'm going to let Rocket touch on one of the other unique features uh, that I, I'm personally very, very excited about yeah so this isn't something we've spoken about before and i'm really nervous to talk about it because uh you know there's always (laughs) there's always a risk that it gets copied pretty quickly but i think we're we're close enough to where uh, i'm not too worried about it um but obviously if you trade with lucro you're going to have that uh platform fee discount there's always going to be a benefit to using lucro on luna sky because you are going to pay lower fees now going back to our whole marketing plan which involves bringing communities into luna sky because you know like sam was saying you can market to one person at a time or you can grab you know twenty thousand in one go it all comes down to attracting communities um one thing that's been happening over the last uh year or so is a lot of these nft communities have started to deploy their own tokens for use in their future utilities the big challenges like we've seen in, in crypto is that, you know, building is hard, takes a long time. And while they have the plans for utility, they, they may not have any utility yet. What we're going to be offering certain communities is the ability to make Luna Sky their utility. What we're going to be able to do is, for example, let's say community A, you know, has their own token their users will be able to trade uh, mint uh, buy sell on luna sky with their own utility token now they won't be getting the platform fee discount that's going to be exclusive to lucro and only available to lucro but we're going to be able to essentially be these communities first utility and uh yeah really excited about that yeah, it's fantastic, and I'm very excited about that too. And, and just to circle back on the um, incentive to use Lucro, the uh, platform fee discount. So platform fee is two percent if you use Lucro. Um, the platform fee is 05 percent. So, and you know, uh, there are some other unique features that we decided um, to not reveal just yet. But there, uh, yeah. So we will at launch reveal a couple of additional new features that exist as well on the platform. You know, after the launch, the work doesn't stop. You know, we have several items to integrate right off the bat uh, post-launch. So we're really excited about those. And we really, really are looking forward to uh, all the user feedback. So please continue to send in feedback and suggestions uh, once you uh, start using the platform. That's going to be very, very important for us. So we're looking forward to those things. We want to encourage everyone to do that. Um, And in closing, yeah, I mean, we're super excited to get this into everyone's hands. So thank you to everyone that's helped along the way um and a special thanks to the community of course for your continued support you know we're right there everyone the time is now well that's a an amazing update um i i think people can't underestimate the value that these unique features bring especially in terms of our overall marketing plan and how how we are trying to attract entire communities at a time rather than trying to attract individual users um the you know a, a, a project's ability to 
uh, you know, to offer their own token within Lunar Sky is possibly the most mind blowing like reveal that I mean, I don't think it's probably necessarily going to sink in straight away to people, but this is going to make Lunar Sky, you know, the most attractive marketplace um, for for projects with their own token by far. So amazing update guys and hopefully again we know there's impatience and there's when 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 um the fact that you know there were over 300 uh items on the on the fixed list or the to-do list and now we're down to a handful although we're not going to give an exact date hopefully that shows you um just how far we've come and how close lunar sky now is to to launching um so and as as i said earlier we are going to stick with that original promise timeline uh with with lunar sky being the first and then staking and wallet following on behind that's going to be the order obviously lucro games just not so sure just depends how how quickly that comes about but that's just a little bonus utility that we've we've thrown in anyway uh so i think we'll, we'll pass to paul now if paul wants to make any comments and then he can open up for let's say 20 minutes or so of, of community questions yeah that was my first thing i want to say anyone with any questions um Please request right now why I ask Cody a couple questions. Um, we only have one right now. So um, anybody that has anything you want to say, comment, uh, please come up uh, and request right now. And when you come up to the stage, um, please don't talk until I call on you. Thanks. Um, Cody, um, can you give like, I think a, a month or two ago, you know, you also said, you know, We've all said this that you know, oh, we're right around the corner. Can you give us some specific things that you know that are on the the Q and A, the list, you know, like the th the list of three hundred um, that would that would come up when you almost thought you were done, and then like giving a specific example of like you know what went wrong, like the profile picture not show up, you know, this that whatever, like you know exactly what these end problems that you were facing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I understand the question. So, because yeah, because people are like, you know, they're out there, they're they're not sure about how development works. Like we're seeing it upfront, yeah. personal, but they don't realize the development of just you know changes one thing doesn't just take thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's a good point. That's exactly what I was going to touch on. So, development, simply put, is uh, like whack a mole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, 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 you remember the game whack-a-mole, the heads pop up, you got to whack them. Another one pops up. It, it literally feels like that everyone. So, um, the interesting thing is like, for example, let's take, um, I'll make a specific point on one, a wallet connect, right? Everybody knew there was a wallet connect V2 upgrade that caused some issues. So for example, we got the connection issue resolved right on our side. Uh, but then it caused an anomaly with something else. So little things like that pop up occasionally, um, and that's what makes it difficult to develop because a lot of people think, oh, well, why can't they just build it? There's a list of things to build. They build it and they check it off. Okay, well, that's just on the surface, right? But then there's all these components and factors underlying that are interconnected with those types of things. So you integrate one thing or you uh, resolve one thing. Um, you have to be very careful because uh, unknown factors can rise to the surface at that point. And that's what happens a lot of time in development. You're constantly kind of battling that fine line of <clears throat> adding the required features, making sure they function, and making sure something else doesn't break in the process because that kind of thing happens. So, yeah, I hope that answers uh, uh, the question. Uh, if not, we're happy to elaborate. What else you got? Okay, let me. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud I just changed uh, mics because it wasn't allowing me to bring up people uh, for some reason. So, uh, 
Rocket, do you want to add on to that? Uh, man, wall connect was the <laughs> the most annoying, and, and even then, right? So there's still challenges with uh, the most uh, recent version of wall connect. Um, yeah, it, it's it's very painful to build for, very painful. Uh, things yeah, like like we you know like trust wall disconnect. So trust wall is just incredibly uncooperative with the new wall connect. It's very difficult to get them to work together. Yeah, and I think I signed on one time, and like my profile picture didn't pop up, um, and then I, you know I would type in you know Evergo Paul, and it would take me to my previous account, and I couldn't make a new account. Just little stuff like that, guys. It just pops up, and those little things, you know. Imagine three hundred of them, yeah. you know. But you know everything works yeah. is working great, and they're right near the end. So, um, okay, Evergo Love, thanks for waiting. No, not a problem. Hey, first off, much love to everybody. Been here, been around since pretty much the beginning. Uh, been through all the pains and struggles with y'all. I just got a couple questions. One, these AMAs are freaking awesome. Is there any chance first on maybe doing this once a month or, you know, at least every couple months so it's planned out? And the second one I have is, I know we just announced... Um, the Bandroids partnership, uh, are there any other partnerships that we might be able to give to the public now, or is this something we're still holding on? Yeah. Uh, if I may, I'll jump in real quick. Um, yeah. So in the last point, yeah, there are other partnerships that will start to kind of trickle out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with AMAs, um, I think what we, what we, didn't want to do was just do them for the sake of it. Um, Steve does a great AMA every week, which, uh, you know, the management team attend. When we do these AMAs, we want to make sure that we're not just repeating stuff or doing it for the sake of it. So as much as we know how much they're appreciated, um, I think scheduling a regular one isn't necessarily that productive. I would imagine that the next AMA we do will be the, the Lunar Sky launch AMA when we're you're all together all together for the launch um if if that helps people try to predict timing wise um and then uh, i suspect we'll probably do one a few weeks after that um and then we'll obviously do amas around around staking and things like that so i think it's better to do amas when there's when there's specific developments because you guys know that right now you know um it's heads down developing 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 just trying to get these products finished so if we did an ama look, I, I mean obviously like we i think we very much expect um lunar sky to be launched before we would need to do another ama if that makes sense if you're talking about doing a monthly ama um so the next ama will hopefully be sooner than that um and it'll be around the launch of lunar sky so we always try and do amas when there's specifics um and this ama was kind of community requested because a lot of time has passed um i think once things start moving quicker and quicker which we anticipate over the next few weeks there's going to be regular amas anyway just because so much is happening um and when we have new partnerships when we have um, partner projects for atlas there's just going to be a whole flow of of these things so i think for now the next ama will be lunar sky launch and then once lunar sky is is live there's going to be lots of projects you want to talk to our community there's going to be a whole flow of lunar sky amas there's going to be a whole flow of atlas wallet amas then we're going to have evergrow amas you guys will be sick of amas but once everything's live so that, i hope that kind of answers the question on, on the scheduling of amas but 
genuinely in the future there's going to be so many uh, AMAs because of what we have planned around the marketing. Yeah, guys, it just it's really hard. Um, you know, if it's doing once a month, you know, saying the same thing over and over again, and then next you know the message gets stale, and then you know people stop showing up. Um, Khalid, Khalid, you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Okay. Uh, hi, everybody. I just have three suggestions. Uh, at first, uh, um, uh, the liver grow staking, just to differentiate it from the other staking, because everybody out of the community that would think it's uh, similar to any staking. And as far as I understand, it's a totally different uh, program. So why don't we just uh, change the name from Evergrow staking to something like, for example, like Evergrow uh, reward program or something like that? Apart from that, another suggestion, just a question. Let's, let, let's do one at a time. Huh? Let's do one at a time. Okay. Hang on one second. Yeah, so I mean, look, it's, 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 a, it's a decent suggestion, but um, I just feel that the word staking is kind of known across crypto. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll discuss it for sure, but I don't think it's, it's – I think most people in crypto know what staking means. Um and it may confuse people if it is a staking contract that if we call it something else. What's your next question, Khaled? Okay, the next uh, suggestion, actually, I'm asking if there is a chance that we can, or Evergrow actually can acquire uh, uh, objective reality since, you know, we have a huge partnership with them and it has a, f a huge uh, and potential future. So is there any chance that Evergrow can acquire the whole uh, company, which is uh, objective reality? Um, well, I think the, the short answer is no. Objective Reality have already raised uh, over a four million valuation. Um, I suspect that once they sign these commercial partnerships, that value will be far higher than that. So um, it, it wouldn't be a realistic thing for us to do. Okay, the, the, the last one now, as you know, uh, that would be there will be in uh, September 23rd, I guess, in Dubai, uh, 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 an exhibition for crypto. So uh, why don't we have a kiosk or a store there just to uh, kind of awareness for Evergrow um, and we hire, it's, it's not necessarily maybe if one from the management can come, if not, at least someone can take care of it and we hire two promoters, just at least gives good awareness about the Evergrow. And I think it's a good time. I think, I think um, look, I mean, obviously coming from other industries, uh, I've, I've done trade shows before, financial services, et cetera, et cetera. Um, generally, you don't get much bang for the buck because, again, this is this goes back to our previous conversation about marketing. When you when you do a, have a stall at a trade show, you are literally trying to sell to individual people. That is not a scalable business. A, 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 the whole point of crypto is that you can sell to a million people in one go rather than you know a handful of people who maybe walk past your stall and it's just not a good use of resources to, you know, I, I, my experience of that kind of thing is you might get five people and it might cost ten to $15,000. Uh, it, it just wouldn't be a, an efficient use of our money. Um, we have got some pretty exciting ideas, um, not just sort of small ideas at this stage, which I think can really build into something very exciting because, again, I've uh, through my previous company, um, we, we did actually run uh, financial conferences that were very, very successful. Um, and uh, there may be something very special that we can do 
uh, with Luna Sky in that field, uh, embracing uh, multiple NFT communities. So the idea of doing something like that, we, we have bigger ambitions than to be a little school um, at, uh, at one of these events. Let's just say, I won't, I won't say any more than that for now, because this is something that would be, you know, it's maybe six to 12 months in the future, but we have some pretty exciting ideas uh, for, for, you know, on the ground events that can put our utilities on the map to large number of people. Uh, thank you, Khaled. Appreciate your questions. Uh, Brains Bros. Brains Bros, you want to unmute yourself? Brain Bros, good to see you. I remember yeah. when you had a different name. Hey, sorry. I always find the time when my phone screen goes off and then I have to turn it on, do the unlock code, come in and then unmute. So thanks for your patience uh, and thanks for the screen. Uh, let me close the door so it's not so loud. Yeah, this is awesome. Like I was running around a lot earlier, so I started listening to the space and then I literally dozed off while listening. So I'll have to listen later to catch the, the, the gap that I missed. But everything I've heard, I'm so enthusiastic about. My birthday is next month on the 17th. And I, it would be, so thank you all for making this whole new uh, V2 marketplace just for me for my birthday. I really appreciate that. You didn't have to. That was so thoughtful. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> You're welcome. And, uh, I'm just so ready to rock all of these new changes that y'all are talking about. Um, Cause I've had some, some things I wanted to mint for a while and, and some ideas and I'm excited to debut them with y'all with Luna Sky. So really appreciative of the work you guys do behind the scenes. And I don't even know if I had a question other than just showing appreciation. That's all. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, happy early birthday to you, Brand Bros. Always good to hear from you, my friend. You've been around for a long time. Uh, really Thanks. Yeah, I went by Noise 917 before. So <laughs> We're really looking forward to, uh, to, to seeing your art, my friend. So we can't wait to see it. All right. Y'all keep rocking it. Appreciate it. That means a lot to us. Uh, Christopher. Hello, Sam. Those are good, interesting informations. But one thing I would like to ask, because we need, because I read already on Discord in the same moment, um, for the people in Discord, I would like to ask, um, do you think the Atlas Wallet will be in Quarters 3 released? So can you repeat the last part of that question? Do you think Atlas Wallet will be released in Quarter 3? Yes, um, as it was. Because uh, many people I see again asked on uh, Discord, so I ask for yeah, them. Yeah, and I and I replied to someone the other day, and they said my reply was a little bit vague. I can't remember I used some word. That, that, so look, the thing about Atlas Wallet is it's it's basically ready and working. Like the apart from a, a couple of basic bugs. Um, so the things that that we are waiting to to finish before we release it um are this this final chain and getting their tokens onto the swap um there is a reason why that wasn't on the original scope but i'm not going to go into details don't want to give too much away and the the thing that's going to be for the u.s uh residents which is basically going to be a banking tab uh for this kind of direct off-ramp to banking so those are basically the the, the two things that are being built uh, you know, the devs kind of give a, an Elon Musk response when we say, well, how long will they take? And we they always say two weeks for everything. Um, and, you know, uh, so so that's that's basically it now. And, and I think, 
you know, in my introduction, I explained why, you know, little things like that. We're not adding anything else at this stage, by the way, as much as we'd love to. We're not going to add anything else. That's it. Now that's the scope closed. So we don't just keep pushing it down the road. But for us, it's it's there's no reason why by the end of uh, this month, those integrations may not already be in beta. And then it just depends. You know, then we've got uh, September, basically, to to make sure they're working well and launch. So it's, you know, it'd be lovely to be able to launch it for the birthday and all of this stuff. I, I, I think it's very, very, very possible. But until we actually have those things working on iOS, on test flight, um, then we don't know. But I don't want to miss that deadline. So then the, then the compromise would be, do we leave off uh, this chain or do we leave off um, the US off-ramp so that we can re- launch Atlas on our birthday, for example? Because Atlas could be launched easily this quarter. Yes, short answer, it could easily be launched this quarter. It's a great wallet already. Um, uh, but we really would like to get these two things um, live for the launch. So it, it's one of those things where obviously we said we were very, very certain everything would be Q3 and it can be Q3, like no problem. We could we could probably launch Atlas in, in 10 days if we wanted to. Um, but it's whether whether we can squeeze in these, these last two features, which I think will be very, very significant for Atlas um, within that time frame how significant it would be to have Atlas launch on our birthday, for example, which which I think is a realistic thing that we could plan. Um, and again, it comes down to the, the impact. And again, it comes down to marketing. You know, I, I believe you get like one one chance to capture people with a new product. You know, people have been using uh, people have been using Trust Wallet for two or three years. They will give Atlas one go. Um, and if we've got something unique in there that that holds on to them and prevents them going back to Trust Wallet, then it was worth you know an extra week of development or whatever it might be. So we're super close to that to that deadline um, on on everything, um, and it will come. I think it will come down to the team going. You know, how significant is this date? You know, twenty fifth of September, two year birthday. That we basically have got everything live by that date. Is it worth? missing out on one of these two features for example um if we came down to that decision then maybe we'd we'd you know i don't know maybe we'd launch and hold off on marketing or something along those lines just until we had the next thing ready two weeks later so a bit of a long answer but as you can tell it's kind of it's, it's in our hands when we launch atlas wallet um but you know launching anything at any time always means sacrificing something else it's the same with lunar sky the guy's the guys have already already got their wish list lined up for for the next iteration. You have to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, n- no more innovations, no more cool features, because a cool feature can come along every day of the week, and you want to add it. But and, and we want the launches to be amazing. We want people to be blown away on the first day they use it, and it's that sort of sacrifice between getting it launched for a particular date and having just one more feature. It's very hard to resist that just one more feature thing, but we're not adding any more features to Atlas. Uh, so it's just whether we can squeeze in those two before, because obviously a hugely significant date for everybody will be our our birthday on the 25th of September. Um, and yeah, maybe that'll be the defining thing for Atlas Wallet. Okay, um, AAP. Hi all, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Uh, 
team uh, for for the work you guys are doing is amazing um i have two quick question uh, for the staking agc staking will there going to be a five percentage tax uh, when you stake the tokens like lucro had one percent ta- uh, when you stake it um in my opinion that's not uh you know, great i know the egc contract need to be changed but as the staking is in development maybe the team can avoid that five percentage tax when you stake the tokens um and uh will there be delay in migrating evergroman nft from beta to to the lona sky um that's the two questions uh, and thanks for the opportunity and thanks for the work you guys are doing uh, never lost faith uh, and oh, thanks you thanks so much yeah yeah uh, so um with the the taxes all will be revealed on the staking but um we appreciate that it would not be viable if people had to had to pay those taxes that's that's all we can say for now but um we we've got it all covered um Guys, in terms of the Evergrow Man collection, uh, yeah. do you want to jump in? Robert? So the good news is the Evergrow Man collection was its own collection, separate, well, its own collection contract, separate from the uh, Luna Sky contract that creators were working on. So there is no real migration that has to happen there. So yeah, that's uh, that's going to be final launch. So I want to add as well to that. Uh, we again, we're not going to reveal everything but we've made that competition a little bit more attractive to reflect the fact that people have been very patient um so when that competition goes live again um the the nft giveaway with the tesla etc there's going to be a little bit more um available to win so won't say too much more about that but it's a little bit more attractive now a few more opportunities to win something pretty cool that's right stay tuned yeah yeah you know it Okay, let's do a couple more questions if we've got yeah. any. On the go crypto, go ahead. On the go crypto, unmute yourself. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Great. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling me up. The uh, first, I just want to say thank you. Did we lose you? Yeah, I can't hear him. Yeah, I think we've lost I you there. Either. Okay, on the go, we can't hear you. Um, I drop you back down and come back up. Um, well, while we're waiting, DRC. can I throw in a question from uh, Discord? Go ahead. So let's see here. So uh, Possum actually was asking, uh, in terms of Luna Sky, what sort of preparations do we have for uh, potential DDoS attacks? Cody, do you want to touch on it? Yeah, great question. So this kind of ties into the optimization aspect we were referring to earlier. Um, a lot of those things, I mean, on the technical side, you want to run uh, what's called – is pods so you run a lot of pods on launch you've got a lot of different things going on on the back end that's being monitored live by the devs to ensure optimization and avoid any type of uh, disruptions from things like ddos attacks so we're going to have everything in place live and everything being monitored uh the devs will be running additional pods etc instances whatever they need to do to ensure that that doesn't happen and for no one that knows what are pods cody yeah, so those are instances on the back end that they run to constantly refresh the site. Uh, again, it all ties into the optimization aspect. So things like that, um, and then just other technical elements that go along with the build, like deferred coupling of images, et cetera. Those keep the platform from running with high traffic. They also help um, you know, prevent uh, crashing from DDoS attacks, which is just a large amount of traffic coming over at one time. You know, so Yeah. As you can see, guys, it's a lot different than the first one. A lot more has gone into this, a whole lot more. Um, EGC uh, Rubicon? Hello, hello. 
Can you all hear me? Yes. Yep, yep. Hello, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for the chance to, well, basically just want you to give you a quick congrats and all. I'm just looking forward for all the utilities as everybody else. Great team, as, yeah, great job as always. Really, really humped, hyped and pumped and just looking forward for uh, Atlas Wallet, Luna Sky and everything else that the team obviously has in, pl- in place. One quick question uh, in relation to the Atlas Wallet, because you hear from time to time uh, from all these wallets having uh, uh, attacks, uh, you know, issues with uh, pot- potential hacks and people obviously sometimes lo- losing their funds, etc. I know basically when you have a-, a decentralized wallet, it's pretty much your keys, your control, but still attacks and security issues can occur. And so my question in short is, how confident we are with Atlas Wallet and all the security you know, measures we've taken. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can... we have all the, we have every kind of element of security that, that you're going to find in all the major wallets. Um, we also have a dev team who, uh, you know, have built multiple wallets themselves that have never had any security problems. That's actually a really positive thing like if you if you know that it's not a first for your developers um and they also uh i know i mean this is a big company a global company with you know a very large team um and i know that they continuously are have briefing and training on security so that they can continuously update um any required security updates onto atlas um so basically as as, yeah and one other thing obviously is that the watch the watch-only wallet um, feature within Atlas does allow you to, you know, in, effectively use wallets and even buy tokens into wallets without um, having to be connected to that wallet, which is pretty unique. So that's like an extra secure way if you have a particularly large wallet and you don't want to be interacting with it on a day-to-day basis. I'll be honest, the way I manage wallets is that I, I basically don't have them live um for a lot of the time um and when i want to use them i i import them um obviously with the watch only wallet feature uh, a lot of time you're not going to need to do that so it's pretty cool um you know you can kind of pick and choose so but then that's beyond sort of standard security what else do you want to bring in paul well well a lot of us sam we like to trade throughout the day unlike you so like to have our wallets you know i mean what the bigger wallets because i'm a hodler paul man i'm a hodler My tokens go nowhere. Then I know they don't. I know they they stay and they don't move. But uh, we like to trade, so that's why we have it. Um, another thing, two things. Uh, one, we're going to do a penetration test. So it's basically like an audit, but with wallets called a penetration test, where a third party goes in and to see if they can penetrate the wallet. Um, another thing Sam had me do is I went back the last, you know, five six years, seven years uh, that wallets have been in existence, and I brought up all the exploits that I could find and I gave it to our devs and I said, why was this, why was, why it was, it was only a couple I found literally. Um, why are we covered on this aspect? Are we covered on that aspect? And actually the two things I found weren't anything with the wallet. It was that someone got the, um, like the beta build, you know, um, and was able to get in that way to a couple wallets. Um, they weren't really big functional issues where they 
you know, an exploit happening because it's, it's really hard to get it. You can't really get into wallets like that because everything's on the blockchain. Like I said, a wallet is a window into the blockchain lets you see. So we're taking it very seriously, no matter what. And uh, we're going to make sure we stay up with it. Fantastic. Sounds good, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Hey, and I, I love your NFT. I love that. that um, <laughs> the you. one with the hair, the, the little bow <laughs> no, in the hair. That, that's that one of my favorites. Freaking awesome. When I uncovered it, when I had it, obviously, when the contest began, I had such a laugh with this one. That's just that's one of my favorites. He's a great, great one. <laughs> good one. Thanks, guys. Okay, we got good. We got uh, four questions left, and they're already up up here on the stage. And that's what we'll take, and then we'll call it a wrap. Um, we don't want to go too long. So, Moon Android, go ahead. Uh, hey guys, um, I never actually thought about this before, but hearing you guys talk, uh, actually not having a release date for Luna Sky in particular uh, might actually be a good thing because. That means anyone that is planning some DDoS attacks, and they can be very destructive, uh, will not have time to prepare because essentially they don't know when it's going to launch. Uh, so I never thought about that until I heard you guys talk. So that might actually be a good thing. Uh, but my question was regarding Atlas Wallet, which you know is not a website. It's different nature. Uh, as we get closer to release, could we get a release date, even even if it's only two or three or four days in advance, but an actual release date for Atlas Wallet? Yeah, I mean, on both points, um, DDoS attacks on Evergrow basically are inevitable. Um, so we kind of know that there will be one regardless. Um, and effectively, what we're going to do now is, is have all the protections live as though an attack was underway for, because they, they happen... You know, to everything we've ever launched, they happen. And there's no way to stop a DDoS, DDoS attack from actually happening. But what you can do is protect the website so it's not affected when it does happen. So we're going to, you know, we've talked to, to the devs and we've said, look, just assume that it's going to happen when it goes live. So we will actually give you a, a few days notice. This is one thing we didn't mention. Uh, I don't think Coding Rocket will mind me sort of treading on their toes a little bit. Uh, there will be a, a few days before we go live where we're going to invite you know the the artists to have access behind a password uh, where they can get their collections up just have a little play with the platform um give them a couple of days lead time just to use lunar sky and get everything prepared um so we will be giving a a, a live date um same with atlas you know with atlas um as you say, it's it's easy for us to say we're going to switch it on on this day once once everything's been approved, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we will be giving um, launch dates for both. Um, obviously, the very very last thing that will happen is we'll get all the artists on board Lunar Sky um, to you know to give it uh, just maybe twenty four to forty eight hours, just so we know that when there's a lot of people using it, a lot of collections. Uh, Paul, I think your main account is is unmuted there. Um, yeah, that, that we know there's no last minute issues when we suddenly have, you know, 50 or 100 people using it simultaneously. So we, we will give a live date and we know that there's going to be DDoS attacks. There always is. Um, but this time we're basically going to go live with all the DDoS protections live rather than having to react. We're going to we're going to basically say that it happens. Everything we do, uh, we are our, our website is still regularly attacked. The Atlas website is still regularly attacked, but the the attacks aren't working anymore because we have you know, uh, protections effectively turned on 24 seven. 
If I may, really quick, I'd, I'd like to just piggyback off that shortly. Um, yeah, so thanks for bringing that up, Sam. Um, yeah, we're going to reach out to some creators in the community to uh, see if you all would like to onboard early. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll uh, obviously bring this up uh, uh, soon, right before launch. So that's going to be one of the last things we do. So looking forward to that. Okay, uh, last two. On the Grow Crypto. Um, are you back? Yeah. Can you guys hear me better now? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sorry about that. No, I was just uh I was just starting off by saying thanks for doing things the hard way. I mean it takes it takes a lot of time and effort and anybody that's been around for a minute understands what you guys you know, what you're doing and how, how hard that decision was and, and we appreciate you doing right by us. But um on to my, my question slash, you know, request. Um when a lot of new people get into crypto. I think it's fair for us all that we can agree that YouTube is a massive portal for newbies into crypto and for not newbies in crypto. But the new people that are going to come in with that inevitable extra trillion dollars of retail money that's going to roll in, you know, over the next year plus, the YouTube is such a massive way for them to come in that um, I've always found it really um, useful that projects utilize it and so and watching a lot of the bigger um you know evergrow youtubers making videos and stuff i mean the, i i found evergrow um thankfully you know day three because of youtube but i never would have found it if it wasn't for youtube that's just where i was in my my crypto journey as an early early trader that's the only place i found alpha and with that being just sort of the the fact of the law of the land that youtube is a massive gateway for new eyes on projects and crypto in general are you guys going to put out um any sort of like a press kit or you know would you think about putting something together like a package of of imagery and maybe clips and maybe highlights or something like that that uh we as creators can use in making videos to support launches and momentum for the project and thanks again guys yeah, that's that's a great a great question, and great comments, and I, and I fully agree. I mean, I I think yeah, you know, there's definitely still place for for good content. Uh, what I don't believe in for marketing is the banners and the shill accounts that go, "This is going to moon hundred x." I don't think anyone believes that anymore. But having a, a YouTuber make great content, uh, educational, informative, not just shilling hundred x nonsense, is so valuable. We do have a press kit on the website if you. Go on the website, go to resources, go to press kit. But we're, we're building out the resources that people can use, not just for for videos. We're going to keep adding to that press kit. But also we, we're going to build out um, resources for the community to use for creating memes. And, you know, we, we still, even though we're not a meme coin, we still understand that crypto is a lot about fun and community. And we want to we wanna make it easier for images and and stuff for evergrow to get out there so we've been working on some you, you've seen a little little bits and bobs of the kind of refreshed evergrow man that's designed more for memes we obviously have our main evergrow man image is like quite a serious like super uh character kind of thing um but we also have like a fun kind of meme memeable version of, of evergrow man which you've probably seen hints of in some of the stuff that we've shared um but we're going to get those resources out as well uh, transparent backgrounds for example but yeah if you go to the website resources um press kit there's there is actually uh, the logos and things there but we're going to keep building out those resources um we definitely have always tried to make the project as supportive of possible of youtubers thanks sam
Did we lose Paul? Well, I'm not oh, sorry. sure. Sorry. I, I, was, oh. I was I was talking with the mic off. <laughs> um, Evergo Love, we started with you, so let's finish with you. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, not a question, but a suggestion. I mean, I've been listening to the AMA, and if anybody has followed Evergo at all, they know about the Evergo man. And he is popular. He is a freaking go-getter. He's a monster. You see him everywhere. If you think about it and you combine what he's doing with what Sam said at the very beginning about marketing, no, we should not be going to these crypto conventions and everything else as a booth. What we should be doing is as individuals and investors is we should be putting together our own pamphlets on how Evergrow and Lunasky and Atlas Wallet can benefit their projects the people that have the booths and we should be passing those out at those conventions saying, Hey, come talk to us because we can help you grow. That's what we should be doing. And that's going after the communities. That's a great suggestion. And, and I would add to that, um, that, you know, you guys, like we, we've always like, we fully understand that, that Evergrow holders are involved in other projects. A lot of Projects have launched from off the back of Evergrow, which is fine. You know, people have made money from Evergrow. They've gone and launched their own project. Listen, part of there's a big movement in Evergrow right now uh, with the wallet um, and other stuff that's we're keeping a little bit quiet, where we want to embrace other projects as well, help those projects. We obviously want projects to get their their holders to use Atlas Wallet, and in return, we can give those projects something that they can't get anywhere else. So we're not going to say too much about it, but if you're a project leader or you're close to a project leader, um, get them to to contact Paul. Paul checks his DMs; they're open. Um, just say, "Hey, you know, I'm in a, I'm, I'm I run this project or that project. What can you offer me? Because we've got some great stuff um, for projects uh, to 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 really help Evergrow holders and other projects simultaneously, like mutually beneficial stuff, symbiosis, which has always been part of our ecosystem. So yeah, it's. It's very, very true that Atlas Wallet um, and other elements of, of the ecosystem can be so helpful to other projects, projects who have struggled with their price not being right, their logo not being right, they're not getting listed natively in wallets, they're not being on swaps, their price not being correct. All of these issues we solve within Atlas Wallet, and we will provide those solutions for free to communities. You know, if you're if you're running a, a crypto or you're friends with someone who's running a crypto or you're part of a community outside Evergrow and you want them to benefit, for example, from Atlas Wallet, but from other things to be able to just go effortlessly onto Atlas Wallet, your logo is there. If, if a project, a decent project will say that we can, we can vouch for is launching, for example, we can embrace that entire community within Atlas Wallet. And remember, every single transaction that happens on Atlas Wallet benefits a holder of Evergrow. Every single transaction will benefit holders of Evergrow. So for, for us to provide this service to other projects, um, not only benefits those projects, but it benefits every single Evergrow holder in terms of price, in terms of rewards, et cetera, et cetera. So again, that's, I'm really glad you, you mentioned that because it's actually really important uh, as, to, as to what Evergrow is going to be about. We're going to be about a project that helps to nurture NFT projects, other cryptos, um, and every Everything we do to help other projects is going to help Evergrow and Lootcrow holders. I think that's what's most important. We're not sacrificing Evergrow for another project. We're, it's all about symbiosis. How can we help you? Okay, so what do we do to help you? We give you your, we give your holders a brilliant way to swap 
cross-chain swap, normal swap. Your logo's there from the day your project launches. You're in a wallet. You're live. We're offering chains that nobody else is, is offering. What do we get in return? Well, you send 10,000 members of your community to download Atlas Wallet. That's all we want. You know, get them to use Atlas Wallet because your, your token isn't even in any other wallet. So if you want your community to benefit, they use Atlas Wallet. And then we take a tiny little bit, a tiny little fee um, from every transaction. And we return that fee to Evergrow holders. That, that's the whole emphasis. That's the whole point of our project from the very first day to, to today. And it's all going to come into fruition. So again, any projects out there that want our, our help to give your project utility, to give it exposure, et cetera, et cetera, we're not going to charge you for anything. Like we just want, we just want your community to, to be using our utilities. We're not even asking your community to buy Evergrow. So we're not going to take money out of your pocket, but this is, this is how symbiosis works in its best possible way. Yeah, and before we take the last question from um, Axie, um, you know we have we have forms that are ready to be to be put out where projects will be able to fill out um, for um, like Atlas Wallet and other things we have going. So we have forms that will be putting out at, at when the time is right. Um, we don't want to put them out too early. Because when it gets too early, and then you have to wait around. So we'll be putting them in out. So we got them all ready to go. You know, we're not waiting on you know the last minute. You know, we got plenty of stuff planned. Uh, people on the inside know. Um, so we got that. We're not just going to be asking people. We're actually going to put it out there so you can take that to your other projects or to your leaders or whatever it is. Um, let's take one last question from Axie. I know he's been trying to get up the whole time and get, keeps getting knocked down. Are you there? Axie fan too. Unmute yourself. Oh, looks like it dropped. Uh oh. Yeah, he's been dropping and going oh, no. Let me try one more time. Well, um, I'll say this if for some reason he can't get up, Axie, be sure to, uh, if you have a question, type it in the message chat here on the spaces and we'll answer it before we close out if uh, yeah, you can't can, get back up. Yeah, well. Okay, um, son of anarchy, go ahead. Or son of Israel, go ahead. Son of Israel, you want to meet yourself while we're waiting for Axie to come back up? I know he's been trying to get up the entire time. I'm going to try and get him up. Hello. Hello. Can't hear you. No, you're super quiet. We can't hear yeah, you. You're, yeah, your mic is too low, my man. Um, Listen, guys, we're, 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 we're pushing on quite quite deep into... Yeah. We normally try and wrap these up within an hour, so we're pushing for double that. So I, I'd say we've answered a lot of questions. I hope it's been useful for everybody. Um, obviously, you know we, we answer your questions anyway, so if anything's not been answered, you can tweet at us. You can send us a, a DM you know, via via the Evergrow account, the Ever Community account, etc. We'll, we'll always answer your questions. Uh, for me, like it's, I, I appreciate time is passing, but we're super close. Um, we know that Lunar Sky is going to be launched imminently. Uh, I think you guys now understand that Atlas Wallet is pretty much done, and, and when we launch it, it's going to be down to whether we include one or two features. So everything is very, very close now, um, and we will definitely have a Lunar Sky launch day AMA for you all, so we can all 
enjoy that launch you know as a community together on a chat i think it'll be amazing uh huge thanks always to to my guys both in the management team and the entire like team of evergrow staff they're they're amazing people i don't don't think necessarily they're always understood just just how many people are involved keeping everybody informed and looking after everybody um but i always like so so grateful to the whole team the whole staff um and obviously the community who like we wouldn't exist without the community who stood by us and been very, very patient. So we appreciate that. So you guys that's keep me. us going. You guys keep us going. If it wasn't for you guys, you know, keeping a, 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 those messages, the supporting and the comments, um, it really gets us going, um, even though we wouldn't stop anyway. But, you know, seeing that all the time, guys, from all of you, it, it really um, reinforces um, what we're doing. Um, not just for you guys, for ourselves as well. Um, we're investors also, um, but we want to deliver for you guys and um, we're, we're pushing every day. So thank you so much and appreciate it. Awesome, guys. We'll wrap up there and we'll catch you all for a uh, Lunar Sky launch AMA, a date to be confirmed. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be seeing you soon. Thanks, everybody. Have a good rest of the week or good start of the week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.